Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Do you start every week with big plans to get stuff done, but then you look back on your week at the week's end and you can't help but wonder, where did the week go? And what exactly did I get accomplished this week anyways? Or do Mondays roll around and then you consistently feel overwhelmed or not sure where to start and as a result like you just want to crawl back into bed? If this sounds all too familiar, then chances are this one organizational tip that I'm going to teach you today will make all the difference. First off, though, I want to say a quick hello and welcome to the How to Adult Show. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is a free weekly show produced by the How to Adult School, your source for all the important adulting life skills you wish that someone had taken the time to teach you while you were still in school. So if this sounds like the resource that you have been waiting for, I want to invite you to go ahead and click subscribe to the channel so that you never miss another episode of the How to Adult Show. For those of you who are new here, we cover four rotating topics here on the show, including personal finance, careers, wellness, and personal growth. In the first three topics, we cover hard, tangible skills and tools for you to learn from, and the personal growth topics, like what we're going to cover here today, are more of the soft skills that are really the glue that holds everything else together. So if you typically learn a new skill, but sometimes have the trouble following through or actually incorporating it into your life, these personal growth episodes are the ones for you, and they'll give you the tools and the actions to actually go out and make things happen. I've linked a few of the recent ones here for you to go take a look at if you want to check out some more. So today's personal growth episode is a simple little organizational tool that I want to teach you that's going to help you get your shiz together week after week. It's going to help you start to move the needle forward in your life or in your work consistently and will help you be able to finish each work week and not have to look back and ask yourself, what exactly did I do this week? Today's lesson, how to spend 20 minutes at the end of one week or the start of the other, on Sundays basically, planning your upcoming week. Now I know this sounds simple and you probably think I know this already, but the question I want to ask you is even though maybe you know this already, do you actually do it? And do you do it consistently? Looking ahead at your upcoming week and planning out all the important stuff is really the key to not letting time just sort of slip by you week after week without getting where you want to go. And today I'm going to walk you through a quick six step process for planning your week on Sunday evenings or Sunday afternoons, whenever works for you, that will absolutely change the way you do things and will help you reset, get organized and get back on track week after week, even when sometimes like a human, you fall off the bandwagon and have a crummy week. Ready to get started? Let's go. 
So first things first, if you don't have a calendar or a day planner or some sort of visual way to block out and plan your time, you need to change that. A visual calendar or planner is going to keep you from dropping balls in your life left, right, and center, and it's going to help you keep track of time so that you don't experience that time slippage problem, wondering where each day, week, month, year, decade may have gone. Whatever system you choose can be either as detailed or as simple as you like. Feel free to experiment to find whatever works best for you, but the real key here is that once you find a method that works is to be consistent with the method that you choose. I personally like to use a combination of an online calendar that's on my computer, as well as a notebook that lets me break down things week by week, whereas the online calendar, it lets me see things for the month as a whole. The notebook that I use is just a simple little black moleskin notebook that I've turned into a bullet journal. I love to use the bullet journaling system and it helps me break my time and my tasks down week by week, day by day. And it also gives me a space to keep notes, ideas, jot things down. It's just a general sort of catch all folder for all the things that go through my head on a given day that I don't really want to forget. I absolutely love the detailed look at the week that this little notebook allows me to have, but given that my other business, my wedding photography business, has jobs and shoots and things that book oftentimes years in advance, I still do need the online calendar system to be able to see sort of a bigger picture of time and what's coming up. So again, find what works for you. I love these little blank notebooks and I just fill them out myself. If you wanna have one like that, I've linked my favorite moleskin notebook in the description for this episode because I know when you start looking at them, especially with online shopping these days, they all look the same and this one is fantastic. So if you wanna check that out, check out the description below this episode. This thing fits my whole year week by week and gives me lots of extra blank pages for jotting down notes, lists, systems, things like that in the back. I also personally really prefer getting to write things down physically rather than just entering them into the computer all the time. Obviously this is personal preference though, so if you're a computer person, go you. Again, find what works for you, but be consistent. Don't just try something and throw it out after we can go. It doesn't work for me. None of this works for me. The key is to do this over time and to start to build up the habit for yourself to do this. So once you've settled on whatever calendar system it is that you want to use, there is a simple and quick little six step process that you can adopt to walk through on Sunday evenings that will be an absolute game changer for making sure that your upcoming week is organized, or at least not as chaos, and relatively a success by comparison to the weeks that you don't do this. So step number one, first thing is to open up your calendar, look at the upcoming week and to write down all of your upcoming meetings, appointments, calls, things like that, that you have to do for the week. So these are the things that you really cannot miss either work or personal, but anything that has a specific start time that you need to be there for, and you really can't afford to just let it slip out of your head and forget about it. So these things get scheduled first. I schedule things like this into my online calendar as they come up and as they book throughout the week. And then on Sundays, I open my online calendar, look at what's booked for the week, and I transfer it into my notebook so that I can see for the week, day by day, what I have scheduled and when, so that I know I have to make myself available for that. Step number two is to think about the big major tasks that have to happen this week and to schedule in time for them. 
So I try to choose between one, two, three major things that need to happen on a given week. Uh, for me, this usually means business building things, whether that's content creation or marketing plans, advertising materials, finishing up projects for clients, etc. anything like that. So these are all of the things that really do need to happen this week in order to either meet deadlines or to move the needle forward in my business, but that I have the complete flexibility to work on and to schedule my in my own time according to my schedule for the week. So again, these are things that need to happen that I really want to work on in order to progress and that I can schedule whenever. Now the key here and I really struggle with this, is to be realistic about how much time it actually takes you to work on each one of these major items. I I always want to over, overload myself and I have to be really cognizant when I'm doing this of usually pairing back an activity or two every week and then allotting myself a bit more scheduled in time to complete the tasks that I want to do. I always think that I'm going to be faster than what I actually am uh, and I end up having to cut down on what it is I want to do so I don't drive myself absolutely nuts. So that is why I recommend only choosing one, two, three big major tasks that you need to work on that week. Once you've chosen these big needle moving tasks, you have to look at your calendar and you have to actually go ahead and schedule in the time for them and make this time sacred. Barring any type of, you know, major fires or things that come up that really need your attention, absolutely nothing is allowed to get in the way of the time that you've scheduled to work on these tasks. Don't book meetings during this time, don't take calls or drop-ins, put your phone away, and don't distract yourself with any of the fiddly little tasks that are easier to complete and a bit more immediately rewarding than the big jobs, but that really don't end up getting you, where at, getting you anywhere at the end of the day. Also, as you're scheduling time for this, think about strategically booking the right time in the day for you to work on these projects. So for me, definitely, I'm a morning person. I get my best, most creative, most interesting work done in the mornings. So any kind of big needle moving tasks I wanna do, I will do that at the very beginning hours of my workday and not try to slog through them around two o'clock when all I wanna do is take a nap or go for a walk. Step number three is to look at your upcoming week and to plan out and schedule in your physical activity for the week. Whether this means registering for the workout classes that you're going to take, sourcing out a friend to go on a hiking date or two, or simply writing out your at-home workout plan for the week, this can really look like anything for you. And the important part is that if physical activity is something that you have identified as being a really important and vital part of your week, then you need to make sure that you're, you're planning ahead and you're scheduling in that time for it and for yourself and making that sacred so that it happens. So block off time for your movement routine in your calendar in advance and make sure it is in your planner, calendar, whatever, so that you don't forget or get overwhelmed by the day and end up consistently missing your time for doing physical activity and all of a sudden just having to make dinner or just go to bed or just do whatever else is next in your day. I also find that I love having these little physical activity breaks actually scheduled into my weekly calendar because it's super motivating at around two o'clock in the afternoon when I just get the work blessed and I just wanna end for the day. And I look back at my to-do list that I've done in the calendar for that day. And I see that I have my workout scheduled for just a couple hours later, you know, a class that I've been wanting to take or that I have a hike booked with a friend in just a couple hours. And it's the motivation that I need at that point in the afternoon 
afternoon to power through, get my work done, because I have a specific end time for my work and a specific start time for my workout. After that, step number four is to schedule in your social time and your rest time for the week. Now, I know this sounds sort of silly and counterintuitive because those should be natural, but again, I'm finding that our lives are so busy these days, you're probably finding the same thing, that oftentimes these things get pushed to the back burner, and if they're not scheduled, if you don't set the intention at the start of the week to make time for them, then they don't really happen. I know for myself, if it's not scheduled in, I can find myself going absolute weeks with my head down, working on my computer and doing my workouts uh, and not having enough sort of social time and rest time to recuperate, rejuvenate and be able to get back to my work feeling inspired and ready to go again. Step number five is actually my favorite step, and that's to look at your master task list and to schedule in a few little jobs or projects or chores that are easy to complete, are quick to complete, that either need to happen or that will help you immensely make your life better if they happen, and will really take minimal time but allow you to move ahead and feel accomplished when you've got to check those off your list. So if you're thinking I'm absolutely crazy right now and have no idea what a master task list is, this is definitely a very useful tool that I recommend incorporating into your life. So a master task list is like an epic and endlessly updating to-do list. And that's where I write down all of the fiddly little things that need to get done eventually. Like the things that pop into your head and make you go, oh, remind me, I need to do this. Or, oh, remember, I need to do that. Anytime something like that pops into my head, something that I need to do, I need to remember, or I want to accomplish, it gets written down on my master task list or entered into my phone quickly and then transferred to the list later, again, on Sundays when I review everything that needs to happen for the week. Really almost anything makes its way onto the list. And right now, for example, my master list runs the gamut from remember to return that item to please remember to order another key fob for my car so that I actually have two again, to schedule a meeting with this person, to plan this camping trip. Really anything goes on there, no matter what the importance level, if it's something that I want to remember, but there's a chance that I'll forget until it becomes immediately pertinent or just goes away uh, forever, then I make sure to put it on the list. When I learned to do this, it was a real game changer in my life when I was feeling constantly overwhelmed by little tasks and constantly forgetful of the little things that need to happen. So if you feel like you're constantly forgetting all the fiddly little like bleh things that make up adult life, try out this task list idea and it'll help you sort of brain dump that all. And then when you incorporate it into your Sunday routine, it'll help you plan it out into the week and you'll just be ticking things off your list all the time. So satisfying. So back to the Sunday task. I then pull my master task list out of my notebook, unfold it, scan through all the different things that I've written. I'll cross off anything that I managed to accomplish in the past week. I'll cross off anything that is no longer pertinent or that I don't care about anymore. And I'll pick a few items from that list that I want to make happen that week. And I'll put them into my weekly planner. Again, when you're doing this, make sure that you just pick a few. Try to re resist the temptation to absolutely jam pack and cram your time full of these little tasks just because they're quick to check off and immediately satisfying. Trust that with this list system, you'll get them done eventually if you just slowly 
chip away at them. And when you incorporate them into your week or as little breaks from your big projects, your needle moving projects, they're a really nice little dose of satisfaction when you can get them done. And it helps you with things like, you know, having a tie to your house and not losing all the key fobs to your car, things like that. So finally, step number six, and this is arguably one of the more important parts of the process, is once you've planned your week, now to go back, look through the plan that you've just made, and make sure that you haven't overscheduled yourself like a type A crazy person. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm often tempted to cram absolutely every minute full of tasks and chores and action items. And generally when I do this, I end up getting lost or off track somewhere throughout the day because as you know, life happens, things come up that you need to deal with, things take longer than expected. And once you get derailed and get behind, it can start to feel hard to get back on the bandwagon. And that's when you find yourself watching a movie on a random Thursday afternoon with your laptop open in front of you while you're pretending to work, but really you're just totally derailed for the day. So look at your week and make sure that you've left time for yourself. You've left free time for changes in schedules, to take on new projects, to work on emails that always end up taking more time than they should, or to just have the ability to be a bit flexible or maybe to chill during the day sometimes if you just need a break. Or other days you might find that you've scheduled in a big, big master task, big needle moving thing that you need to work on, but you just don't have the focus to work on it that day. So if you've made sure that you have a bit of flexibility in your schedule, you can always choose to work on something else, maybe the smaller chores during that time and just rewrite that to another day and make it happen then. It's okay to bump these things. The calendar system is supposed to be sort of a guideline for your week. It's not a prison that you have to abide by each and every block that you've decided to build into your own calendar. So try not to use this activity to become like mama bear protective of the different time slots in your calendar because life happens. Friends and family are going to need you. Colleagues are gonna to need to come talk to you. The sun will come out and you'll just have to go out for a walk or your computer will freeze on the little spinny wheel of death. Things happen, you need to have flexibility and this is an activity that's supposed to help make your life easier, not harder. And then once you're done, steps one through six, step seven is to close your notebook, shut down your computer, shut down your calendar, step into your evening and chill. Relax into the fact that you know you've got a plan for what's coming up this week, the things that have to be done, and you don't have to waste any more valuable energy and brain space on worrying about forgetting something important or remembering to call that person back. Rest easy in the fact that you've done a little bit of advanced planning and you've scheduled your meetings and jobs, you've planned out your big tasks, you've made a plan to exercise, to be social and to rest, and you've also even made sure that you managed to move ahead with a few of those little tiny accomplishments or goals or needs that you might have during the week that otherwise constantly get pushed to the back burner and leave you feeling like a hot mess. Now that you've done this, Come Monday morning, you're not gonna feel so lost. You're not gonna feel absolutely overwhelmed or confused about what needs to happen first and where you need to start. And you're not gonna accidentally forget to hop on a call. You'll also have scheduled things in your week to look forward to. So when you inevitably get the buzz, you can look ahead and see that you've got your coffee date with a friend or hike with a coworker or, or anything like that scheduled that's gonna perk you up when you hit those workday slog times. 
So it's a pretty good system to stay organized, to keep tabs on the things that you're working towards, to keep track of your progress towards a bigger project, and to reset when inevitably you hit a crummy time and sometimes you just need something that's gonna help you get back on track again. So I first learned about this and started doing this process a few years ago consistently, and it really helped me start moving ahead with my business, but more so with those little tiny personal tasks in my life more than anything else. Also, I find it's really useful when I'm kicking myself for not being productive enough or not working hard enough, and quite frankly, just being a little bit crazy about it. I can look back at my past week and see all the tasks that I had on there, all the things that I've checked off, and say, you're crazy, you got so much done this past week, kick back, chill, go for that hike. And hopefully when you start doing this, you'll find that it allows you to have a whole new level of relaxation and control over your life without feeling so chaotic all the time. So as always, to wrap this up, I wanna point you towards some more resources if you like the topic of today's show and you wanna learn a little bit more. First, if you love writing things down as much as I do, I again have linked uh, this version of the notebook that's my absolute favorite in the description for this episode. So if you wanna learn a little bit more about uh, the book that I use and about the bullet journaling method that I use, you can find links to both of those topics in the description here or in the show notes for episode uh, number, whatever this episode is, episode number 13 um, over on the blog. Also, if you are super stoked about this organizational concept, I learned the basis for this as well as a lot of other great sort of work, life, and productivity tips from Michael Hyatt's book called Free to Focus. So if you're the kind of person who you're just these days feeling constantly overwhelmed by your life and the many things that you need to do, I think that you'll probably really like this book and it'll definitely help you get organized and reduce the stress level in your life a little bit. So if you wanna learn more about doing this and other processes like this, I have also linked that book down below in the description for this episode, or you can find it over on the website, howtoadultschool.com in the resources library section. And it is under the careers branch of the resource library. And last but not least, if you have listened to this episode and realized that you have no idea how to prioritize what you want and what you're working towards, there is a fantastic free audio training available on the How to Adult School website. And that's all about how to set the goals that you really want, the things that you want to achieve, and then how to go about starting to achieve them. So if you're interested in that, you can find the link to that training again in the description below this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the How to Adult Show. And it's always great having you here. And please don't hesitate to get in touch if you have comments, questions, or just something to contribute about the topic of today's show. The best place to join the conversation is in the comments section below the YouTube video for today's episode, or over in the comments section on the blog at howtoadultschool.com slash show notes. Finally, as always, don't forget to hit subscribe. If you haven't yet, it makes a really huge difference. I really appreciate it. And it'll help make sure that I get to see you right back here next Monday when we release a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. 
If you liked today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.